Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning back in for the second episode of Blue Collar Business. Here we're talking about, uh, this is a pretty cool episode. We get to bring in my team and the established team from day one to only a couple of years ago and the, and the crucial part of my team and how I've gotten to eight years in business and how I got from the startup phase all the way to what we're doing now in business and, and how we're managing such. So um, this episode was so much fun to film, honestly. Um, if you guys haven't yet, go check out on our YouTube page. That's at SY-CON, at SICON, Excavation and Utilities. This will be under the Blue Collar Business playlist uh, for now until we get enough viewership and uh, membership going that it needs to obviously go off to its own channel. Uh, other than that, go check us out on Twitter, at SICON, at, at SY-CON. Also, uh, Facebook, Instagram, go follow along there. Our pictures have been hilarious. And some, uh, if you like machine pictures and just checking out like really cool machines doing really cool stuff, hit that Instagram. Um, last but not least, we've got a little bit of an audio issue. As, as, I, as I've been saying, this is only our second episode. Our first episode, if you haven't yet, you can go check out right here or maybe here more than the other um, was the intro episode basically discussing about what we're going to be doing in this podcast who we're going to be bringing on and what we're going to be portraying through here so you guys have something to listen to hopefully while you're working swinging that shovel or maybe putting some steel together maybe pouring some concrete listen to your earbuds right now or maybe you're just weed whacking the old ditch you know one or the other so um Follow along. Apologies for the audios. For the first 20 minutes, we're, we're going to have to run off our GoPro. We, we had some file corruption issues. We did have all the mics set up, as you guys can hear, but we had a few issues. So bear with us there. And as we move forward, um, we hopefully to have everything worked out and have three or four guests rolling at one time, and it won't be an issue. But obviously, it takes a little bit of time, and we are blue-collar guys, right? So... Um, other than that, guys, thanks for tuning in. Go drop some comments on this video on YouTube. Let us know what you think. Tweet us at SY-CON and let us know what you think about the second episode and maybe some episode topics. So thanks, guys, so much. Check this out. Welcome, guys. Welcome back to another episode, epi number two of the Blue Collar Business Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I have the pleasure of bringing you guys hopefully about an hour and a half of the core of my team. Um, go ahead and introduce yourselves, guys. Dylan Cecil. What do you do here, man? I'm the estimator. There you go. All right. Ty Huntley, I'm the assistant PM. Hi, I'm Dalton Fisher. I'm the project manager. All right. So I basically am going to bring a super broad spectrum of who they are to the company, who they are to me personally. Um, and they've also, so essentially um, they've brought some questions to this podcast. We've had this uh, on the calendar for about a month. Um, basically we're going to chill the nerves out. I think we've got all the audio quirks, um, I think eliminated. Uh, visual, we should be good. We've got some cameras rolling. So 
Uh, with that being said, go check us out on YouTube. This will be on our Blue Collar Business podcast. Um, for now, it's going to be on the SciCon at SciCon, S-Y-C-O-N, Excavation and Utilities. Uh, you can get us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we're throwing out some polls also for this uh, podcast and other circulating videos on our YouTube channel. So. <clears throat> Uh, make sure and go check that out and some of our other content, uh, especially with what these guys are fixing to talk about. And hopefully it makes a little bit more sense to you. I know a few folks, our industry, um, the utility and earthwork background that we're going to be talking about can be um, definitely confusing jargon to a lot of people. Um, so go check our YouTube out and you'll see just about anything from laying sewer line, laying water line, pushing dirt, dump trucks moving, flipped dump trucks. Uh, what else? I don't know what else is on there. Funny, funny moments that I get to share with these guys and many, many more of, uh, of this amazing team we have here at, I did get the picture up, at Cyclone. So um, furthermore, um, I think that's about it there. Oh, shout out. To Mr. Willie Will, the man over in the corner. This has been quite a bit to set up video-wise, audio-wise, get it all pieced together. We still don't, we're not performing exactly the way we want to be, but like I said, this is epi number two. We hope to bring so, so many more to you guys. So furthermore, with all of that being said, Dylan, uh, give us a brief intro. Um, about when you came here to Cyclon or you know how we met or just give us a brief quick intro and we're gonna kinda hit all the guys here. Oh I knew story. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I knew Cy how long what fourteen <clears throat> somewhere in that age? Yeah, probably twelve, thirteen. We went to the same church for a while and then um basically I we kinda because you you lived in you went to school in Rogers, but I went to school in Pea Ridge. So right. it's not like we were around each other all the time and then Probably high school, once we graduated high school, we weren't really talking that much. I don't know. There was a period, especially whenever you got married, I wasn't around that much. Right. So I was out, and I apart. guess in that period, I went and worked in a couple cities. What? We kind of grew apart. Just no, we didn't grow apart. The romance got weak. Anyway. There's a whole there's a whole lot of other stories that aren't like podcast appropriate. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I was I was working a couple uh, city jobs, and then I can't remember what happened, but I started working with Sai at Hawassi Plumbing, but it was right around the time I moved in, right? That's right. That's right. I don't wow, know that's I came, uh, if I was. I was like, dude, I think I, I think I quit my job. 14, <laughs> What year was that? Were me and Sarah married? When Probably you, like 2000. When you, we sold Wadi House because you came in right as we sold Wadi, right? Yeah, yeah, probably about six months before you did that. Okay. Or maybe uh, it wasn't that. It wasn't the whole year. It wasn't even. No, I was about. I would agree with that. About six months. So yeah, no, that would have been year fourteen. What year? When'd you move out? Would have been you would know like summer or winter. I'm not good with the whole like two thousand what. Whatever year it is. Around the time we got married, 2014. So <clears throat> he got me on working, uh, running some gas lines. And he was basically, at that time, I think right whenever I got hired there, 
Sai got promoted to like basically the crew leader of this county. There, there's just one crew or two crews here and then some down in Washington County. But anyways, he was kind of like my direct supervisor slash like guy that I had known forever. So it wasn't really like, all you had to do was just show up and like work hard and then, you know, you weren't gonna have any problem with Sai, especially in that, cause he was just running around like a, with no head, you know, but. Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing else changed. I was waiting for that. He can chuck, dude. I got, I got this. I got this. I got this. This is crap, dude. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, and then I'm driving home with him every day. Right. And you know, you have that big, long, stressful day, and then dude side yelling at people driving down the road. Like he would address people like uh, he would call them like the make of the car. Come on, come on, green car. <laughs> Stupid, you know. Anyway, I don't think that's changed either. But uh, those those were some good days. But right. basically, that's how I started working with Sai, like you know, making money and all that. But um, what about the? F- okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What was I was gonna say the first day I had Sai gone, past the Hamasi Well, no, th- that was one thing I wanted to hit on was uh, so Sai one day was like. Hey bro, I'm I'm piecing out. Like I'm tired of this. I'm gonna go. Me and somebody or whatever the story is, yep. gonna start do. He's buying a trailer or truck or whatever, and I'm buying a piece of equipment. And we're gonna go freaking sling it, you know. So what he's referencing real quick, sorry, Dylan. What he's referencing is too is the uh, if you guys go back and watch in Epi number one, where I briefly mentioned there was a uh, separate utility company that I had six months. <clears throat> that didn't didn't go so good for me and <laughs> it really didn't but that's what he's referencing to so check that out we can put a card right here on youtube so you can click on that again go ahead think right here um, what was i talking about no uh basically whenever side he pieces out so i'm running gas lines for i don't know probably a little bit longer like that and i was just i was waiting you know because i still talk to him quite a bit even when he because by that time we were like pretty good buds and um, I would talk to him quite a bit and he would call it, you know, right. it was waiting. It was almost like waiting to get uh, called up to the big leagues is what I used to tell somebody, uh, telling somebody, hey man, so I started his business over here. I'm gonna, you know, he's, I'm gonna get on that. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> it's true though, you know. But uh, anyways, so then finally one day Cy calls, you know, it's, it's like getting, I was waiting for the call to the bigs. And then they, uh, he, he calls and so I, sh- I think I got out of there pretty quick. And uh, it was, it was, it's like I said, getting drafted to the bigs because you think it's like that, but it's like, no, nah, son, you're going to, you know, a ball, you know, you're going to. <laughs> Biloxi, Mississippi. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you're probably you know, doubling you know, all back then. You're, you're hitting with a wood bat. You is, know? This pro- is it? And this is before the city. Right? <laughs> what? This is before the break at the city, right? This is like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is okay, the pr- okay. Yeah, you're considering, yeah, no, definitely single A ball. Not but it was, but it was, there. but it was a trip because it was, it was fun. But at the same time, that's what you know. You think that oh, dude, it's gonna be sick, you know, and all there's gonna be like it's gonna be kind of a cake job. We're gonna go select these things. No, dude, you're doing some dumb things for some money, you know? No, I, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> but, uh, no, you're at a point of 
dumb things for money. And you're not lying. I want to interject real quick because I, again, said something in the intro epi of basically you got thrashed <laughs> on the first couple of years of the business. Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> I'm just saying top selling houses and raking, raking houses and burying horses. And I mean, Cecil bared a lot of that after that first six months, you know, so it wasn't like the glorious job. It was definitely single A ball. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it was it was a lot of uh, just. Uh, it was basically just odd and out, odd and in. How whatever the saying is, jobs, rate, uh, top selling a big a big amount was doing a lot of yard work with machines, and then we were doing some like uh, along. It, it's kind of funny because I did kind of get to watch it how it happens just so organically. More, it's all it's all just. So many opportunities can come just by seeing a seeing somebody twice at the same place when they're when they're working and then they see you again and like let me go talk to this guy. But That's I just got cool. to see the pro, the Dude. progression of relationships through that because it started with oh we're just we're just out here sp- spreading dirt you know yeah. raking it out hiring terrible people terrible <laughs> work ethic people <laughs> to come work off Craigslist which was part of the problem itself. But anyways. Um, uh, and who are you now? Fast forward. Oh, I have to. Through. Oh man, I was trying to slow. I was, I no, was you can't. We're gonna. We're, we've got plenty. No, you got plenty of time. You can continue, please. Okay. So, um, but anyways, after all that, uh, I did take a break and uh, left talk about for a that. little bit. Yeah, we can talk about that. Look at them smiling over <laughs> here. About, yeah, that's like <laughs> that's the number one knock on me at Sycon. You know, I've been here for what is it it's i collectively it's a, six years here, i'll give you six I, I, yeah it's always a year longer than they say <laughs> <laughs> anyways but uh, consecutively uh shout out to all three of these guys uh dalton and cecil both hit their four-year anniversaries and time just hit his two three yep. two, two two correct continue but uh anyways part two <laughs> part two yeah yeah <laughs> um Right. Then when I came back, he, I was just uh, working basically under Dalton. Uh, it was just me and Dalton for a while, and every well, man show for a while. Yeah, we did a lot of. Uh, I mean, because I mean, we were running those fire lines, but it was nice to just because we would get some of those like medium sized ones a lot yeah. too, like. And it was nice to just we, we'd go knock them out, and I don't know how long it would usually take us three days, three a week maybe. You know the whole yeah, process because we did have Cy going behind us doing all the testing at a time. But oh, um, the wild days, there's five employees. At yeah, Sycon. bro, Meet, meeting out there was what year was that? 2019. Yeah, that's nuts. Meeting out there at the at the what where the Connex wasn't yeah. before, just the, <laughs> the field with the fence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We had three offices. My truck, Carney's truck. You yeah, can actually, that was the building. <laughs> in the funny. pipe yard, whatever the random stuff in the pipe yard. Like, you no know. lie. Uh, but I uh, worked in the field for a while, and once I started like getting a couple more big jobs, I think it was around the time of the Discovery... Is that the name of that? The, the storage building? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, correct. The couple, was, yeah, Discovery couple Storage. Bigger... A little bit before that, he started to get just pulled in too many directions. Yeah. He was doing the PM role, the owner role, and the testing role. Yeah, and also you were, yeah, you had, yeah. 
Uh, what? <laughs> well, <laughs> if you you can gut this if you don't want to talk about it, but you kind of come to me and you were dealing with some health. Oh yeah, no. Uh, one day I woke up like basically paralyzed because I had a bunch of like potassium issues, which makes me just be basically paralyzed. Where I can't even walk. I'm just like trying to get out of bed, falling down. It's one of the scariest. Yeah, he like called me one day and, and he was I, just like, I can't move. Bro. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have to. Basically, at the at the time, I really thought I was gonna have to like go find another job because this is just laying pipe. Like this is this it's is not like not easy on your this on is not uh, you know just simple bodily thing. So it's like why would I jeopardize like me calling in messed up? You bet. You know, and then side let me. T- he's like, well, sounds like perfect timing. You need to do all the testing for these fire lines. So it's like cool. I get to. I got a job. I got a role. Bro, and that, uh, that was like, to transition just a little bit, well, no, you can continue, but um, that was such a big deal for me because testing those compared to what we test like nowadays, like civil water lines, and what's the worst case scenario, you blow a hydrant off, you know what I mean? Shove a thrust block back and you blow a hydrant off, but in that scenario, it was you were shooting big dollars, you know, a couple hundred feet through a building and flooding a building out. And I was so scared to death to hand that to anybody. And you took it and you, it was like, it was, it was the perfect storm because number one, I didn't want to lose you because you'd been so loyal, not just me, but just to the business in general. And you had so much knowledge of how I, I did things. Right. And that'll tie in later very much. So with Dalton anti, but, um, Essentially, dude, you taking that testing over was a big release for me is what I was getting at because it was me the first time ever uh, letting go a little bit of working in the business, right? Rather than working on the business. And dude, it scared scared me to death. But at that point, I knew you were scared to death too. So it was a vulnerable moment for both of us. And it was either do or die. And you, dude, you freaking saved all of our butts. It allowed me so much more time to get ahead for these guys. So, you know, material started hitting the ground a little bit earlier. Or you started getting rough. Go ahead. Did, did you ever work here when Cecil was in the field? Uh, right at the tail end of it. Tail end of it. I couldn't remember. Best spotter in a company still to this day. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Pescado. We got a guy you smell in Jesus. Shout out to oh, them boys this year. Like, who's he talking about? Dude, super shout out to them off of uh, Dakota's crew. You guys have seen them laying sewer. But circling back, dude, taking that testing off of me was huge, but it was a big deal for me too. And you probably didn't realize it in that moment. Testing. Then I did the testing for a while, and um, I can't really remember what triggered it. Was I think it was more we moved away from doing the fire lines all the time. Well, yeah. we, we took about a thousand foot jump in a week. <laughs> we, we went from a two crew company to a four crew company with 25 employees. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. In like 2019, <laughs> you guys were talking about yeah. five yeah, guys. This was like 2021. That is, that when is came true. out of the testing role. Could we hire a bunch of people like at once? Like all of a sudden? I mean, it was, was it like, like a, a, it was about a six a, month span. But that's pretty fast. But over that six-month span, it went from about 9 to 18. Bro, it was heavy. So we found out – it's funny you guys are talking about that, not to cut you off, but we found out real quick uh, 
payroll can get heavy real quick when people are standing around. And we all, I've never understood why people were always, hey, man, if you're standing around on the clock, well, I know that kind of that kind of flexibility changed around here pretty quick during that time span. But, man, you guys are getting to see those numbers now and understand, like, oh, wow, there's things attached to them. But continue. But, uh, yeah, um, once I guess I guess around, around, around that time, he signed – just told me, hey, I want you to take over the estimating. And I'm like, what is estimating? He's <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of, that's the amount of knowledge I had about it. And then uh, he just, I don't know how, I don't know how long you really put me through a pretty good ringer there. Well, it was the like, course of this year, right? What is this year, 23? So you've had, been a year. yeah, you've had about a year in that seat in about six, uh, I'd say four or five months of that, you, me and you were attached at the hip, like me and Dalton were at one point. Mm-hmm. And just trying to not only, man, that was such a big deal for me to release testing. <laughs> and then estimating was the one thing that kept me captive. It did, dude, that was so huge. But I had to trust somebody in that role, like, all three of you guys, the level of trust I have with you guys is, I think, goes without on, you know, needing to be said. But um, honestly, releasing that estimating, I mean, that's how I have been able to feed my family, not only my family, but now 25-ish families and subcontractors and everything else. I mean, teaching somebody that is, whew, I mean, it's a big deal. And, you know, not only do you know now, you know, of course, Dalton knows a little bit of pricing here and there, in and out. and um, But you've done a great job this year. Seriously, super great job. Uh, this company would not be what it is uh, today without you. I mean, talking about those grunt years of burying horses and digging ditches out in the boonies for Cody Bailey. <laughs> that um, was great. The dude, it was still, so much the fun. The score is still... Dylan one uh, b- block layers zero. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Cody will will laugh so hard at that. Um, Boone Vegas was in there. Me and you. I mean, built my first pad. <laughs> oh yes, you did in the clouds. Come on. But uh, anyways, man, thank you so much. And here we are. I'm gonna do another year of it. Got a really good fall coming, so got us good till December. It's we're really focusing on the new magnet. Shout out to Topcon. We have done a, quite a bit with Topcon and magnet training. So he, Dylan's been spending a lot of time of his current time right now as we have our fall work and moving into the next year. Um, Dylan is taking this time and really diving into what Topcon and magnet. Um, has to offer and it's going to absolutely transform who we are from his seat and moving into Mr. Dalton Fisher's seat and that transition as we have figured out this year boys um, is not easy at times running from pre-contract here we are at contract flipping over the table to Dalton and Ty as we'll get to but um Mr. Dalton Fisher, everyone. Oh, real quick, before we move on, how old are you, Cecil? 30, 
one. Oh, <laughs> Thirty. Yeah. Tell them how old you are. <laughs> I'm, Thirty-nine yeah. and three quarters. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thirty-one. Uh, lead off with your ages. I just I've made such a big deal in our intro video about um, the next generation of look at our faces. I mean, we're young guys and um, still have our lives ahead of us and young families here. And um, I just think it's so cool. So average age about 30. So I didn't want to make sure I wouldn't lie. But go ahead, Mr. Fisher. Start with my age, correct? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, I'm 31 years old. I've been doing water and utility work since I was 14. Give us a little bit about yourself. What do you here, want sir. to know? Um, give us the same timeline, like gotcha. Cecil, um, about the timeline of when we met, how we met, and you, dude, you were such a crucial point. We literally went and bought the F five fifty that's yeah. still in the fleet today. But um, I don't know in the. Our other podcast setup, we had a picture of a couple of the trucks, and it was up there. Sorry. But long story short, um, when we bought that truck and we were going from a one-crew company, which was me and Cecil and another guy that we found off of Craigslist for the day. Omar. Omar Compadre. Oh, shout out to OG Omar. I hope you're out there, and I hope you're doing well, sir. (laughs) That's unbelievable. Who else was shout out back then, Craigslist? Come on, give us another. Drummer in the drum roll. I got a couple people that I can hate on if you want me to. No, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But anyhow, anyhow, Um, go ahead. So I always knew Cy. I went to school with Dylan. We we didn't really, didn't have much to do with each other throughout school. He's a grade older than me, but I always knew him. I watched him win a couple uh, talent shows growing up. Yeah. But uh, and then I met Cy through mutual friends. I actually I worked for uh, a company called Northwest Utilities for a few years, and when Cy made the transition, I believe from or to Hiawassee Plumbing, you came from from Northwest Utilities, didn't you? Um, or were you at the yes. city right before that? No, you are correct. Yeah. I was. I I was. Um, yes, sir. I was taking care of the Lost Bridge yeah. Village water and sewer plant I wanted out of there so bad, and I went straight to Cody. Yes, sir. Did you so, guys work at, at with? Uh, did you guys work together before? No. So you, essentially, he left, and I I don't I don't know if I filled his role. Hundred percent. That was it where was the opening close. was, and I went to Robert once I kind of came out of the picture. Okay, sorry. And then no, perfect. A few years with Robert, um, great company. I've no regrets in it. I learned a ton. Shout out to Josh Carney. Josh um, Carney. Yeah, Josh Carney was my foreman for a few years. I, like I said, I essentially learned everything about installing and running a ditch directly from him. I agree. I, I've learned a large percentage as well. And then Northwest Utilities, um, closed that chapter with them, kind of sat around for five or six months, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I, I met Kendall, uh, my girlfriend now, through that period, and my brother-in-law invited me to try to uh, come run equipment plumbing. Uh, that's basically that's my right. end was that I had that's an right, operator um, experience. Went to um, Forever Plumbing. I worked with them for about a year. 
I saw a post that Sai had made on Facebook uh, looking for general laborers, I believe. Yep. Looking for ditch hands. Just back then. And I reached out. I had knew him a little bit just to see what options were there. Didn't hear from him for a couple days. And <laughs> out of nowhere, he said, uh, if this is something you're serious about, come on over and we'll talk about it. Met him actually at Thank his God you did, mom's brother. house. We uh, yeah. sat at the kitchen table. Yeah. Had a great conversation. And I've been here ever since. Thank God. What year was that? That was 2019. That was the day after Labor Day. We had a three-day weekend. That's right. Uh, Cy had us all over to the house for a barbecue. Uh, met all the, which a few of the guys I already knew at the time. <laughs> uh, really, the only yeah, one yeah. I didn't know was Sean at the time. And then... Mr. Robeson. Uh, worked with... Or he met. didn't have that pleasure, did you? No, he did not. No, no he did not. <laughs> Hey, Sean's a great guy. He was here every day. Thank I know God. That he, he got you out of some Oh, spots. my Lord, if I didn't have that guy, man. It, there's something to be said for just showing up every yeah. day, man. Whether And you know what? Showing up with a smile on your face. There was a lot of days I didn't really need the guy. Um, well, and a lot of times, yeah. you know, you, you, you start your day out with... 50 tasks right you know that you got eight hours you got 150 things to get done yep those are some of the most non-productive days oh talk about doing nothing but thinking about what you're doing next where you need to be next who what phone call you need to make what email what Mm -hmm. yada 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 that single task mindset it helps a lot write it down start knocking boxes off you bet checking them all the way down and a part of that's just being there as simple as it is yeah. 6 a.m 5 30 7 o'clock whatever the time is show up get in the truck roll on smile on your face ready to mm-hmm. learn so 2019 you get here what are you doing um i showed up uh had to have an argument with mr sean himself <laughs> about who was going to be driving the truck I don't think uh, he was quite prepared for the new guy to take the superintendent role from him. That's awesome. And uh, went out. We That was when we were actually just starting Pinnacle Heights. Uh, went out with the other Whoa, crew that day. Oh, my Lord. That's we were, go. We were lining material out, uh, helped start Pinnacle Heights, laid the first stick. And then after that, I went to Willow Creek. It was my first job in Centerton. A fire gig. I was like, yes, that Super was one job. of the only yep. fire gigs. He, I bet you <laughs> that thing went so smooth in Centerton. Three I, days. I bet you were like, oh, this is fixed. I'm fitting it. Eat this alive. It wasn't and bad then, at all. Was that the retirement home? No, Willow Creek's that little strip mall on the 102. south side of 102 right past the, the big I think Oki did it, but do believe. That's but anyways, I ran uh, a truck as a superintendent for – Essentially two years, year and a half. Um, and then throughout that, you know, me and you had talked quite a bit about you being overwhelmed and just having too much on your plate. And I ended up sliding out of a superintendent role into a more in-house role as project manager. And been running with it ever since. About at that two and a half year mark as a PM. Wow, that transition, eh? It, you know, it... it it wasn't as bad as what it's made out to be, but it is a struggle kind of watching other people do the job that you've always done. You know? <laughs> Showing up and there's there's a, a guy on an excavator, a guy on a backhoe, a guy in the ditch, and you're just the odd guy out in the clean shirt. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to, yep. yeah, and you're trying to ask him to do things to meet a schedule or or 
keep this certain said subject because you're trying to keep the office happy. It's, it's kind of a, and like I was talking about with Mr. Cecil here, it's, it's the same thing. Me letting go of direct day to day operations Mm -hmm. was extremely difficult. Was, uh, is still to this day very difficult for me to deal with. Um, as each and every one of you guys know how detail-oriented I try to keep myself. And there was just no way I could keep your stage in my head dealing with how many, 10-ish to, on a slower couple of months, but on a when we're rocking and rolling, probably 20-ish projects over a 60-day period on your side that these guys don't even know about yet, right? And then we've got your side that were contracted, and basically we have to go, 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 and I have to know all those plans when you call me immediately, exactly what you're talking about off a phone call, but I have to deal with it on your side. So I was keeping all of that in my head at one time, and so I kind of had to pick my battles, and this was Remind me, you definitely took the PM role before you took yeah, an estimator. Right? How long? So, so how long I took ago? the PM role, and Cecil was still in the field. And then at about the year mark, oh, just yeah. under a year, just shy of a year of me in the PM position, Cecil came out of the field, took over the testing, and that's kind of that that line that we were walking because at that time there was talks of um, another superintendent that we had right. coming into the project manager role, me maybe sliding over to the estimator side. That's right. And it just wasn't feasible at that time. And I think you made a, a Looking back, would you swap on, seats with Cecil? Would I swap seats with Cecil? Yeah. I'll do anything I need to do at Sidecom, <laughs> but I, I, I really enjoy my role. <laughs> it's uh, – I like to move. I, I, I'm kind of glad you guys sat on two separate sides of the table yeah. because – in business every single day you guys are like you work so you have to work i mean the front of the house and the very back of the house have to work together but you guys are two totally separate deals well no my job is way less stress bearing like my my kind of stress is a way less bearing kind of stress than dalton's because he's actually i'm sitting here it's almost like i'm sitting here having mythological like problems that haven't come up yet in my head yeah. that aren't right. real life that yeah. aren't directly affecting like physical people doing things every day like he's got a whole other like he's like running the whole show well you're taking a direct bet on yeah. do i have enough in this project <laughs> yeah it's, it's, dude, it's, it's a long it's a math comprehension problem that you turn into yep. your teacher and that you don't know if you got the answer right for like four months you're that's cut, a really you, good way of the puzzle putting that clip that will hand me a mix that's what it feels like it feels like together. i'm turning in a test and i'm getting a report card and i'm not showing that to my parents bro every time you know it freaks me out <laughs> hashtag estimator life bro but you yeah. put that really well yeah but, but then but <clears throat> still like i'm not he actually dalton actually like has to go out to the place like he's it's still a physical demanding job i would say like he's right. still out there like jumping in the ditch showing somebody how to do whatever but oh, that, that's the fun part i don't have job. to i literally don't right have to, I I'm, agree with that. yeah i'm like jacked about this cut and cap but then i'm kind of like man what if i come out there and put on a bad showing because it's been so long since <laughs> oh, I, I think about the, it every the other, time the other day 18. we sat in the office and uh cecil looked at ty and goes so uh who's doing what job on this cut and cap <laughs> 
Oh, oh are we really doing that cut and cap, all four of us? The four yeah, of us at this table are back in the field October 5th. Uh, I told, <laughs> 10 p.m. Will. I told Drew's assistant, and he looked at me like, Oh, he's in for coming? a showing. Right. 45 minutes in and out. He's, yeah, he's going to. Will, what, you better mark it yes. on the calendar. We may. Yes. We may um, uh, just keep in mind it's 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Central time. Ring lights. But you, can, <laughs> you, you can come in. You can come in the next day whenever you want. Hey, we, well, and that was the thought process behind it, right? We already have guys day to day. Right. We're we're on a, a stringent time frame at VBT hangar. Oh my gosh. We, we know that we need them there working. So how do you break a crew off to work 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. and then expect them to turn around at six o'clock in the morning and do it again? And keep production so and keep everything on schedule. Have, have a. This is no. This is um, this is at Gene George Elementary. It's an elementary school we did in Springdale, um, yep. and we've got to finish it up. Have a, um, a two man crew run there during the day. That's going to be really get cool. Get it dug, get it pressed, get everything fun. ready, and then we get I'm the ready. easy part. Uh, I'm going to make the initial cut. Yeah, buddy. Cecil, Cecil's running <laughs> assault. So we, we've already elected size digging. He's running equipment. <laughs> Cecil's making the cut. Ty's putting the caps on. I'm driving the the I beam. I beam, man. Yep. So. That we'll go live for that on YouTube. That'd be a good one. Yeah, I'll definitely set up my live. phone for sure. Ain't nobody calling me at ten o'clock at night. I'll set yeah. up my phone and go live on YouTube, and we'll do that one live. But we'll also film it, of course, for our main channel videos. Again, uh, quick shameless plug here: nine a.m. every Saturday morning, Will drops the filthy footage that he puts together all week of this blue-collar American team that we have built together. Um, please go check us out. Give us a give us a hit that subscribe button, number one, but definitely drop some likes and give us some love and uh, drop a few comments down and uh, if you guys see these guys poking around. But um, Dalton, to kind of finish up with you and we'll kind of transition into Tybo, this is kind of perfect, really, because um, this monster we have created mm-hmm. that – you have to launch food onto the table for these guys to show up and grab and gobble up and put in the bank. And essentially, I'm talking about bread and money, right? Of course. But um, what I'm getting at is um, it got to be so much. And this is crazy because if you guys think about it, this was all in my mind at one time every day. Mm-hmm. Everybody. It's nuts. But we're basically breaking down which is exactly what all you guys need to do to get over that three and five year mark is you you can't micromanage everything you will fail on your own you have to stand on the foundation of your team and i literally was watching dalton get to be where i was and I had to kind of divvy a little bit so I could ensure that he's not getting overwhelmed. And he, and you were also dealing with that that PM step that you made was almost not not fair because you didn't really know what your role was. And here I am. I really don't want to release it to you, but I I know I have to yeah. for the health of the business. And man, now you have. Sword, bro. Well, Super sword with it. What really I think led to him was just um, the the two operations that I deal with, being in the field and on a job and being at my desk doing my job. 
Right. And it got to the point to where I was I was having to make daily decisions on what do I put on the back burner. Working do on I, the business or in the yeah, business, do, right? Do I, do I go help the guys in their daily struggle or do I kick out my my side of the job in right. prep work, material, you know, anything and everything that I need to do. Locates. And it just submittals, eh? too much. Yeah, all them submittals. Right? <laughs> all of them. Yeah. So where I'm going with this is it, it got to be so much on Dalton's plate. And I was already, as basically I assume the role of ops manager, which ties <clears throat> Cecil, sorry to categorize you here yes you're a part of the operations but you're definitely on the admin side of things at this point of the pre-contract kind of game and and bringing that all the way through to you guys and um sorry i lost my train of thought but what i'm what i'm essentially trying to circle back here and talk about is your play got to be way too much oh, yeah. really quickly once you figured it was like the first six months me and you were kind of frustrated going back and forth because just learning process 100% and learning what you were really good at and what I was really good at and there's a lot of situations that I know I opened your eyes to about how I just play, not to to sound any way but play people yeah no, and that's no, what business is is people yep. and I know you've I've shown you how you know of course we treat all customers with care and respect but it's the it's the 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 thing of how do they treat us? Yeah. Right? Do they... Or what What can you do or say to maybe, and I hate to use the word, but to manipulate yep. what kind of trust and respect you're going to get in return in that right. scenario. You know? Right. So with us moving in the last two years, it, it really got to be a lot on both me and Dalton and Cecil's plate, and we were all caring enough. And I want to also throw in the the hat here is that Dalton was the supreme top tier also with your help Cecil was the top tier it didn't matter who you gave to you on your crew you put out results you made schedule time you handled your job you did everything that I asked you to do documentation wise when we started that process which was unbelievable nightmare but thank god we do it right but what I'm getting at What I'm getting at is I actually essentially let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. I, I literally picked you over my at that time current best friend best friend. And he was oh. the other superintendent, right? Well and I hate that you had to do that, but But for the health of the business yep. as I speak on all the time, as I preach on all the time, it's not about me. It's about this business and what hopefully can feed our kids. But what I'm getting at is that Ty, over the course of the last two years, as you haven't been in your new role for very long, um, you were my Dalton, and you became the field anchor. And I know we probably don't talk about that role enough, but there, <laughs> I know we're sitting here in the office standpoint, but there's an anchor guy out there in the field, whether whoever that is, and we don't really need to name him here, but there's always an anchor to the company in the field, putting at work, hitting that. And those people are who you promote to a level they can elevate themselves and hopefully benefit the company along the way, right? So Ty excelled immediately 
Um, didn't matter who you put him with, just like Dalton. It didn't matter. As long as I knew they were there, I knew it would get done right, right? So um, at that point, the same way I treated the Dalton situation of basically two years, three years prior, hey, I've got to elevate this guy. Or a year or two prior, I've got to elevate this guy. He's doing exactly what I want him to do. Every time I ask him to do something, it's done exactly why you elevated you know i'm not just speaking there but here we are so sorry to give you the longest introduction but uh it's needed mr ty huntley everyone name's ty huntley 26 um basically i started out my career in the dirt and utility world right out of high school went to work for a dirt contractor that dabbled in some utilities <laughs> um us utility guys laugh at that now eh? That's yeah. and i yeah. and i learned from the school of hard knocks let me tell you <laughs> if it could be done wrong i did it best <laughs> way to learn that i way. was winging it yeah but bad, uh though. in the long run i'm thankful for that because mm. it put me in a lot of situations that i had to figure out figure my way out of and learn how to think in a problem solver capacity. Um. To jump on that train real quick, you know, it's funny. You learn that way. Dalton yep. also learned that way with no tools. And me and you, I know for a fact, <laughs> learned that way of the hard knocks, man. Like last night with a DOT guy. Man, I just, yep. I didn't know, right? Yep. Until nobody was going to teach us. We know that's a fact, and to this day, so, but continue. The school of hard knocks is a hard lesson, especially when you're digging in the ground. Come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do, you, how do you know where to look for the information you don't and, know you need? Well, yeah, I think that's kind of the beauty of it. That's some of what I do miss about the early days was just figuring it out. Right. You know, just every day, your, your, whatever task you have, just diving in head right. first and seeing if you can, if you can finish it. And then when you do finish it, you look back and you got that sense of accomplishment because you did it yourself with with no tools, limited right. equipment, whatever it is, you know. I, I miss those days sometimes. I miss the sense of accomplishment yeah. too because I think, especially in our roles, um, we all sit around and we're always herding cats and controlling chaos at, at the managerial level, right? And and I'm not saying anything bad about our guys because we have the best team we have ever had upstream, downstream from this either way. But it's it, it's hard at times. It's it's super that, uh, hard at times. That contractor mindset, I built that house. <laughs> you know? I, I like that. All right, I will continue. But uh, so that first, I'd say, five years of my career in construction – the same company? Same company. Um, basically, along the way, anyone that had some knowledge that I could cling to, I did. Um, a lot of, we were on a lot of Crossland jobs. I remember, shout out Ryan Waters. He was a Crossland super at the time. Dude. That right. guy showed me so much. <laughs> Wasn't the patient, most patient guy, but he showed me some stuff. I think we all have those influential um, mentors. Yeah. Finally, uh, saw my time at that company coming to an end. It was, uh, 
ready for a different change of pace, I thought, and chose to go work for a local municipality. Um, what year was this at this point? 2020. Okay. So year of COVID. Whoa. Yeah, year of COVID. So I started working there, uh, found myself not really enjoying the pace. Or life. Yeah. Um, I definitely missed the private side, the speed, you the know, the people. The outlaw side. You Outlaw side, as Dalton calls it. <laughs> but, the uh, phone side. Yeah. I missed it. And uh, one day got, I was just done, went out for lunch, called Cy. He said, come on. That was a f- second or third time we had talked. Oh, I've yeah, been trying know. to get I, I you. Also, I, <laughs> I, knew. I, I put the. He's the, the one that put the bug in my. Yep. yep. I, I hit up his dad, Big Jim. and Shout I, I out to him, Big Jim. Every time I seen him, oh, yeah, I think you should have old Tybo give us a call. Have, have him talk to Cy. Yep. Don't, Best decision you ever the, made, huh? It was, yes, it was. Dude, I don't know where I'd be without you guys. Continue, have a look back. No, you haven't. And so talk about, um, I did this in order. Obviously, you were here for the OG early, early days, first year or two or in business as we reference as, as called the startup phase, right? So Cecil took a lot of that brunt. He vacates for a minute. Dalton kind of definitely filled that brunt uh, of the grunt phase there as we definitely, between that, it's so funny, between that jump right there, we definitely went residential, dropped that because I knew if I stayed on the residential train, I was obviously going to lose good people because it wasn't work that I wanted to keep doing, right? So I had to adjust my business. And my business was telling me that when you have good people leaving, and especially when it's a small group of people, you got to do something about it. So, uh, but to continue, sorry. You're really good people, and you were hard to get. So I, no, we were, we were so glad, dude. We all were so ecstatic when you said yes because it was so crucial the time, um, as we referenced before the other superintendent that you and him were kind of running together. Um, you, I didn't know what we were gonna do, man. I did not know. Yeah. Yep. So I started as a ditch hand, just like everybody else. Um, Put in work. It's what, a, you know, it's what we all do. You're good. No, you're good. Keep on talking. But, uh, Sorry. Yeah, just put in work. You know, showed up every day, worked hard, stayed didn't, late. Didn't ask for nothing. Positive attitude. Positive attitude. Super positive days. attitude. Just got work done. Yeah. That's what we're here Learned. I learned, yeah, I've learned a ton. <laughs> a ton, and I'm still learning every day. And so how long were you a super here? Um, I was a ditch, it, I think I was a ditch hand for... Four or five six, months? Six yeah, months, maybe? Six time. months, I think. And then you guys tra- transitioned me into a superintendent role, and man, I learned a bunch whenever I was in that role. Soaked it in. Dalton, uh, my first... For sure, job as a super, I think, was the uh, Johnson Medical, I yep. believe. Yep. And that's kind of when you, I think that's when you, you can go into your PM role. We need to drop yeah. those coordinates, Will. Yeah. Drop the GPS quick. coordinates. I'll send you a pin right now, or not right now, but here after the pat, so you can have for this. 
you can actually go look on Google Maps right now of you putting that water oh, line yeah. in at oh, that really? location yeah. right now. Oh, if you pull it up on your phone, yeah. So, so it's 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 kind of crazy. It's the old Dodge. The old Dodge is there yeah. too. It's kind of funny. The old Dodge. That's all. Continue, Mister Huntley. So Dalton was sliding into his PM role, I believe. Yeah, um, somewhere around that time. And PM stands for project manager. I don't know if they prefaced that when they said PM earlier. But uh, starting there, I was just soaking in everything I could. Dalton taught me a bunch. Size taught me a ton. Um, through work and outside of work as an individual. You know, yeah. We don't grow here just inside the company. We grow individually as well. That's my, not just my goal, that's especially of course boss lady's biggest i know she's absolutely hard and crucial on us but she cares so much about you guys and that's the number one thing is we want you guys to personally grow here i mean what's the time spent with each other if we don't we care about you guys you know and it's if we're going to go to that level of care right um it's not easy uh it's a lot of times as a business owner you um, feel taken advantage of you feel um, <clears throat> you feel like you just can't give any more to keep everybody happy those moments are hard uh, but that's when you lean on your team and well and it seems like it, the last couple of years it's really really hard in all business with people don't work to say all right I'm, I'm gonna come in I'm gonna give it everything I can every day to grow within this company they immediately come in and say, well, what's this company going to do for me? Right. You know, I'm, I'm 18 years old. I I've think never that, touched a shovel before, but I need 22 bucks an hour. Not to go too far off, but I think that's just the American society culture we have right now. And especially yeah. our younger looking faces. I know it's hard to take us serious, but uh, these four guys have put a lot of, lot of pipe in the ground and moved a lot of earth and um, on equipment and with a shovel. And, you know, there is younger generations out there trying all all day, every day to try and better themselves, yep. better the company that they are. You just got to find the right people. And, it's, and you don't find them on day one, day 100, day 1,000. They come when you least expect it. And it's usually an opportunity that you can't justify as a business owner. But you strike on it anyways. And I have you guys have watched me strike on people and lose well, several I mean, times. Sometimes it's not a loss, though, right? Like, you get three types of people that come to work. The people that just need a job, need a check, need to pay rent, buy food. That's they right. They don't know what they want or where they are. Perfectly fine. Then you get the people that just need something to do while they're finding out what they want to do forever. It might be here for a year. That's fine. And then you got the lifelongers. Circling back here, um, we got a little far off on a few of our stories there. But um, so you you jumped over into the superintendent role. You said you were there about a year with us, year year and a half, I'd yeah, say. Year and a half. How long have you been in this role that you're in? Talk about the role you're in right um, now. I think it's been four or five months now. Yeah. It's been right, a little over four months. Um, assistant project manager um still learning learning my role basically making sure day-to-day -day operations in the field are efficient and we're staying on schedule the guys have what they need 
directly, like in the field directly, and that's what we had to figure out between you and Dalton, right? Yeah. It was like Dalton is – we need him in the office. We need – how his brain works to handle administrative stuff that a lot of the girls need to lean on. And we needed somebody that was in the field, like Dalton referenced earlier. It was hard to decipher which way to be and where he needed to be the most important and vital role wherever that was. It, it was it was hard to decide, so we had to split that up. And is that a lot of payroll business owners uh, between me and the guys in the field? I know I'm sitting here uh, getting judged. And I'm totally okay with it. Um, if you go back to the intro video, <clears throat> I money is a tool to buy time. And these guys sitting here, every one of them, respect my time like it's as valuable it is to me as it is to them. Um, because they know I treat it way more above money will ever be. Um, so in in saying that, that's why I have two project managers. Now, there's we do a lot of work here now, boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, to you business owners, as I've been speaking to you, I mean, we're at that $5 million revenue contract and bonded to finish out this year with the airport and what we've got left, and we're wrapping up. Got We've decided to go down the fire line route. But anyway, so I just wanted to side note on that. You are literally in the field, in the trenches with the guys. You're the mm-hmm. direct field contact to the start and entry point of the tree into the administrative side yep. transferring information from the field over to dalton and uh we're learning and whenever ty calls me i know the world is coming my like the outside where i'm back in the cave like kind of with these you know mythological problems i was I talking the about up, let the, ty let calls the me i'm like a little bit. something in the field is not matching what you thought dog so <laughs> It's just a ton of information going everywhere. It is. Yeah, yeah or you need flying. something that I forgot to tell somebody for sure. Emails are flying. We have changed that this year. We had yes, to. Sir. We had to. It was costing us money, and you guys have seen it time and time again. And it, it worked out at a perfect time with Ty, too, because we knew what he offered, and you wanted to promote him. You yeah, wanted to build he him deserved up. it. And we had a unicorn show up in Taylor. Stuck Taylor with Ty, and I told Ty to test him, leave him by himself, see what his yeah. decision And can we talk about how big of a godsend that oh, yeah. human being has been? Taylor's Shout been out to Taylor Wag, the pipe slaying beast <laughs> that he yeah. is, and his crew, slinging it. Mauricio and Nate through a lot uh, of in the beginning, what? yeah. Mauricio and Trenton now. Understood, but. Uh, a lot of that carried yeah, through Northwest it. Park. I mean, shout out to those younger guys. Yeah. And you business owners, don't 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 sleep. I know, look, I could definitely directly take myself from the guys in the field and never have to talk to them again. Obviously, I've got managerials to, to deal with that. Don't do that. I understand your, your time is precious, but so is theirs in an essence. And ensure you thank them I'm, i've always been pretty good about that i know i can't do a lot and a lot of times but i always told these guys i mean you could tell you in og days even if we were having a crab day dude thank you it goes a long way right it does mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean and it's funny because both of these guys cecil was never this way 
speaking in you three guys here, is I knew Cecil wasn't going to be my drill sergeant to run people down a ditch. I just knew that wasn't your personality. You know what I mean? Did you have the ability and the smarts and to be able to handle unexpected situations? Absolutely. And so I didn't know how to do that, right? I knew these two <laughs> bulldogs over here, I knew for an, not even a question exactly what they needed to do, and it was run people. And you both know how to do that in a field setting, but let's talk about the the office to field guy clash and hey i need you to do i need you to be done on this date and here we are that date and here we're pushing out but it's so hard to go from the drill sergeant hey i put out the best work boom 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 get out of my way i can do it myself but you can't do that now sitting behind a keyboard yeah and there's just so many you can finish a task in five minutes you know how to do it you know what's going on materials on site whatever it is but now you throw in the curveball of Okay, uh, who's approved it? What engineer right. signed off on it? Who do you have written confirmation from? Now, have you, um, you passed that up in the communication channel from Ty to me, from me to Cecil to check? Have we okayed it with Cy? You know, it, it lengthens the process quite a bit. Right. But it, it's a good thing, you know. At any point in time, we can go back and find it. Yeah, right. Paper trail. There. Yeah, that paper trail is always there. Procore. Procore is a blessing and a curse at the same time. Man, is it. Uh, they're proud of it. Man, it's uh, the smartest idea ever, right? I'm going to create a storage unit for construction sites. You, you know? are a, a digital yeah. storage you, you container. You can only get out of Procore what you put in it directly. Right. But, right. it's. I mean, it's a great tool. It's a fantastic tool. We love it. We use it daily. I think uh, the ability to directly send RFIs the way yeah. you mark them up yep. on the plans. Hey, Ty, what's an RFI? Help our viewers. Hmm? What's an RFI? It's a formal request for information. You bet. Request for information. I know a lot of these terms out there in the construction world can probably scare you to death, but they're literally acronyms for us construction people. I know engineers can throw them at you, and we get that crap a lot, especially while we're a younger generation. Obviously, I didn't have no daddy to do that's done this for 40 years, right? And I don't think you guys have either. So we're learning together, and you got to lean on them. They've got to lean on you to, to get further along. But um, if you guys want to start firing some questions. So I hope you guys in, enjoyed that first little hour there. Uh, intro of these guys these guys are truly so special to me each and every one of them and they have been unbelievably crucial to this company um, behind me um, don't know what I would have done without them in those times and settings that you guys showed up and uh, so hats off and kudos to you guys thank you guys so much and thank yeah. you guys for joining thank you for, me for uh, this making Psycon right yeah. right it's uh it's a team that's all i can say i would i would fail immediately and when as soon as you guys are done i'm done boys <laughs> i'll sell it all no, come on so will take everything over um tabo give us so just to keep you guys um in the loop here i asked them to fire off some questions and i'm fixing to have our kiddos here so it may get a little noisy but 
um, fire off some questions to me about. Had a couple about the industry, our industry, blue collar in general, uh, business in general, um, and then maybe one that's not so industry and maybe find a fun topic to talk about too. So I don't know how many we're going to get through, but um, Ty, what you got? What do you got for our um, first bad to the bone industry question? Come on. Seeing as we're all young guys and um, this is a question that I always wanted to ask somebody whenever I was younger trying to figure out my role as a leader in the construction field. Um, what are some things young leaders can do in the industry to gain the respect of their coworkers in order to make them more effective leaders? That is a that is a very strong question mm-hmm. to lead I off. I told with. you I was coming in strong with it. So if I heard that right, what are some things that younger generation like ourselves yes sir can be doing to effectively gain the respect of their peers say we're we've all been in the position of 22 year old out there we have the knowledge we know what needs to happen to get it done but how are we going to tell 46-year-old Bob? Exactly. <laughs> you know, on the on the Cat 30, you know, 336, hey, Bob, I need you to take me one more scoop, you know? Um, that's a great question. I think in your 20s, I have sacrificed my 20s. Um, thank God I did. So we can sit here and talk about it. You know what I mean? But... Um, Sacrifice a little bit. Um, in, in saying that, I mean, sacrifice your time. Your time is so valuable. When you're sitting around scrolling at social media or you want to talk about younger generation, playing COD, yeah. you know, playing Call of Duty. And, you know, that, that time is so valuable too, but you're not building and growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. So you have to be all the time growing you have to be pouring in what you want to get out right so reading reading as you know through your 75 hard congratulations there um i mean shout out i don't know if you guys have ever heard of that but a 75 hard you guys haven't tried 75 hard highly recommend it go chat hey what's your tiktok will oh yeah hit that mic 20 days left boy I love double cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you good? I know right. that struggle. So, um, circling back, but honestly, I think there's so much. I hate to bring Andrew Tate or any of that, you know, masculinity into this, but I think you need to find your resource that uplifts you. Hundred percent. You know what well, I mean. It's uncomfortable situations. You know. Right. So, I, I I took the wrong path in trying to <laughs> gain the respect of the forty six year olds on site. You know, old bad. I, I wanted to work circles around them, and I thought if I showed up every single day and outworked them, that it would gain their respect. Right. But all it did was it drove resentment between me and and my foreman or counterparts or anyone older than me. You know. There's that fine line with 
even if you know you can outwork them or do whatever, just kind of set back and let them make the decision. Show them that you're That's capable of taking 100%. that direction and running with it, you yeah. know? And that was, I, I struggled with that at a younger age. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, the number one thing is find a resource, whether it be, you know, thank the God above. Um, number one resource for me is plugging my family into a church and um, filling into my life that way uh, spiritually. But uh, not only that, uh, shout out to Mr. Waller. What a G. That's my resource uh, resource of how to motivate myself. And I wish I would have found something like that sooner. It has relevated my life. And I think with that amount of stuff on every platform, um, I think young men can grab a hold of it and find the correct information, not um, some guy that's um, find the correct information that, you know, you don't want to be following the wrong guy. No, as I think all. we've all done not that is followed the wrong human being or um, <laughs> thing we found on the interweb and went down dark holes, you know, personally, whatever. But no, for sure. Great question. Don, what you got? Um, I got a couple. The first one that I just kind of wanted to see what your response to it would be was. Uh, I love it. How do you think the overflow of contractors in our area is going to affect NWA? That is a. Especially the <clears throat> utility side, dirt side. That is a, what happened? Is that me? I'm sorry. I'm ringing. I hit my own deal. I'm sorry, guys. There's no no number one. How, so if I understand the question right, how do I think, basically the overflow of contractors? 100%. The bloodbath that we call Northwest Arkansas. Hey, you ain't lying there. Ain't that right, Cecil? Survival of the fittest. That that's right. We like that Darwinism, but and and to be honest with you, you hit the nail on the head. Is survival of the fittest, um, with where the economy is right now. Lord have mercy. Um, number one, as me and Cecil have talked about the market so much this year, and learning the market. Um, I think a lot of those contractors aren't in specifically in the state of Arkansas aren't going to be able to acquire the licensing we have and a couple other, you know, I, 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 in that small percentage of people, uh, I think you will see, unfortunately over the next 18 to 24 months, um, two things with outside their control, they will have to, kind of shut their doors because as as look at what we're doing right now as i've talked that vertical impact so many times as you know as costs get high um and work gets tight your relationships is number one thing so as people move down in markets you know we're bidding against big boys like k jackson ess that we would never essentially bid on a private job against but we have here in the last six eight months so as they move down into our market you know, we're moving down into other markets. Well, what does that do to the guy that's at that small, you know, horse burying startup phase? And he's, and you got you guys aren't thinking about this. What about the 13% interest on that machine? And what about that, you know, 15% on that $80,000 truck that I bought for 40? 
I mean, it'd be absolutely terrifying. To you know what that, I mean? That you at 25 starting Psycon again. You, I, I couldn't. I don't it. know how you could do it right now. Oh, I'm sorry, my phone's going off, and Mr. Will, the producer, does not like that. I think my kids are fixing to walk through. Yeah, but I, um, I don't think. Is it? Are you asking? Is it? How is it going to affect us? How is it going to generally affect NWA? The the market needed a little bit of correction. I think is the word. Um, where we were making some good money there for a little bit, um, but at the same time, it was paying for our mistakes as we were learning. Um, that's where a lot of that money went. And I, on, I feel so secure in moving like we have, moving from the private side into the public side. Yes, does it come with a whole headache on the admin side? Oh, my Lord. As you know. Uh, <laughs> as, middles, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 172 line items later. <laughs> <laughs> we... Uh, I feel I feel for Mr. Fisher. He's been stressing hard as we have moved into. It's cool. We've taken another jump. We can talk yeah. about it real quick and into the airport and um, doing some airport work and making that jump was. We're a general contractor now. Yes, sir. And we've we've had the licensing to do so in Arkansas, but at the same time we've <clears throat> never had the bonding capacity or any yeah. assets and here we are my big takeaway from this last week especially working hand in hand with the engineers you, you you show up to this job and you go talk to whoever it is the lead guy in the job trailer you know he's representing his company to the best of his ability and you you automatically assume that not not that he's an idiot but that he doesn't know my trade right you know, he's just he's shuffling sheep that's all right. he's doing he's right. getting you into a cage but what you don't realize is the, the, the 40 hoops that he's jumped through just to get you onto his project. Right. And that's that's been kind of my big takeaway over, especially this week in general, is how much I'm doing for trades that I don't know what they're – I don't know anything about their job. Or I, I know their role. And I know right. what they're going to do when it's all said and done. Right. But I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't know yeah. anything about it. It's been a, a fun one. Cecil, um, did I answer your question? Yeah, sir? I think you hit I think I want to. I want to bring something up real quick on that. I think you you guys have heard me use the term the call, C U L L. You guys have heard me in closed door meetings talk about it. But as that vertical impact does come through, those guys that are just barely getting started with those high interest notes, I mean, it's going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be insanely hard to start a business like that. I'm telling you, as you guys know, we pull the impossible off all the time, and it can be done, but um, the market isn't really going to allow the the private side, the homeowner, let's talk about it, they don't have the money to get the brick wall done beside their pool if they can even keep their pool maintained and running right now with the way energy costs and everything else are in the United States. It's insane. So I think it's going to greatly help Psycon throughout the so. next two years. You know, you're gonna. We're gladly inviting the competition. Right. We'll work hand in hand with anyone. You bet. And I hope. What I hope is that we, you know, you see this overflow. You get in another 15 utility contractors, and it opens up these GCs' eyes to the quality that we do kick out. Right. And it makes them want us there. Right. It gives that need for us on projects, and I, I, I really think it's going to benefit us. I think uh, to follow follow along with that i think that five year 
company depending on where you're at but i think it's about gonna be about that line if you're over about that five year uh over the course of what we've already gone through with the high costs and the tightening of the market um i think it's going to be really tough on them over the next 18 months and i think if you don't hold me quote me on this but i'm gonna say as a general reference in our industry you know, the Miniacs and Skid Steer guy maybe running a crew or two with a 140 and maybe a wheel loader, you know, the guy that's trying to run them. Um, you know, if you're not over that five-year mark, I think you're really you're really going to have to find it tough because it's going to hard. It's going to be really hard to keep people There's because I see life lessons out there. Exactly. Yeah. And how many did I learn? How many did we oh, learn yeah. in the first year or two, bro? A lot. A lot. Um, Although we were careful, me and you still got the best record for not having anything hit back you in the day. You have to worry about anybody else out there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just us, baby. That's baby. right. Man, the hustle was real back then. See, <laughs> yeah. um, so what you got? What you got for a personal question? It doesn't have to be personal, but it can be in world events. It can be in just about anything. But pick my brain. Yeah, maybe it's a type of personal question, but um, you good? I don't know. So it's somewhat like going to be related to the business, whatever. Cause it, but um basically uh like what like kind of what we're talking about how we move from one type of work is like as in the scale of it to like a slightly bigger size and then kind of a random bigger smaller size you know doing more but you know doing bigger things taking on bigger challenges i guess bigger projects too and then whenever i took over the spot i'm in I go into some of these meetings and sit down and talk to these people that like probably way older than me. Like I just do not, the the biggest fear is saying something to make myself look ignorant right. or something like yeah. that. But, um, I guess the, the thing, and I, I think I've already kind of asked you get, or told you guys my experience with it, but I, Go to those crazy meetings we're talking about, big time money, like more than I you know, oh, really ever man. thought I would be Some messing with because I'm just used to paying with, the man. bills, you know, <laughs> I right. paycheck to bills. Me but um, uh, I come back and I sit down, I'm like, guys, uh, I kind of got a little bit of uh, imposter syndrome going right. on right now. Like, this is kind of weird how we're all sitting here, like, literally building a company. You know, from doing as we're podcasting about it, it's pretty cool. So, what? Uh, I I guess how have you? How much have you? Because I feel like I feel like maybe maybe I'm insane, but I feel like surely Cy Kirby has <sighs> in, encountered a lot of imposter syndrome. Like, did I just get away with that? Come <laughs> away from things when it, and it's like uh, some new thing that you just that just happened to you. You're just like. Right, man. Was that supposed no. to go like that? Is it that easy? He and is not lying. What's going to go wrong? But that went perfect. Right. So you get a bit of like imposter syndrome. Oh, how man. I will 100% take that question. Um, how do I deal with the imposter syndrome is how I'm going to question it. Yeah, and yeah, sorry. Man, I'm one of those people. What drives me is the... I have 100% self-insecurity all the time that I've never done enough, right? So I already feel like that. But when I'm sitting in these rooms, I already know how I've dealt with this at first. Um, 
especially in some of the places we've sat and people we've talked to, at first it was extremely tough for me to deal with because I was this immigrant kid, redheaded stepchild that was very different, LSU fan in Arkansas. Like, I was different altogether. And so I was used to that, number one. Um, growing up in high school down here in junior high was a little bit different for this kid. But I think that braced me a little bit along the way. But at first, running, I'd be burying a swollen up horse at 10 a.m. in the morning on a 90-degree day, stop and go dig up a leak, and then go hit a meeting at 3.30 with some white-collar folk that probably hasn't seen dirt in how long? You know what I mean? They're just talking about it. And to sit there across the table, you just the my first motto was fake it till you make it. One hundred percent. That that was repeated on like a hundred thousand times. Fake it till you make it, man. You know, there's a lot of times these people look at me and go, Hey, can you do this and this? And I'm like, Oh, you bet. You betcha. No problem, you know? And then the flood of thoughts after. Dude, you're walking away, and I'm like, I don't even know what you're that was YouTube called. pulled up on the phone. Yeah. YouTube University. Yeah. Like, I, YouTube and Google. YouTube. Oh, oh man. Sarah. I'm, I'm Sarah will, I can't. Yeah. I mean, YouTube it, Google it. But not only that, circling back, like I said on the intro, relationships are absolutely key. Like, I met Mike Haythorn at, like, the perfect time. Mentorship, right? And if I wasn't essentially set my pride down enough to speak to him and learn off of him and that's all I've been doing so I've been passing it to you guys but no I still deal with it man the self-insecurities for me before we like walk into some of these meetings I'm like oh my lord like the money across this table for me and they want my opinion yeah yeah, yeah. they want they're, they're calling us because we we do that caliber of work and I'm not, and please don't take me braggadocious I'm not at all I'm very humble but it's because of the guys we've got and the quality we put out and the things we watch for and the QC quality control that we've put in place to catch these things not only administrative but now operational all the way through and trying to open up everybody's eyes all together to look for those things not just us where we're yelling at them you know or anybody from so man I still deal with it. I don't know how I don't know how else to say that, but I think my younger years um of being so different I I guess helped me a little bit, but man still walking in the room with those people. I try to you know have a white collar on nowadays and a nice fancy shirt and go in there, but I still am that blue collar boy. Hey? Eh? Still right. wearing work boots. Still wear work boots every day, you know what I mean? So Dalton, hit us with another industry question, Bubba. Um, I got one written down, but I don't know if I want to ask it. I kind of want to think of a different one. You can, yeah, you can hit me with that. Another industry question. Business in general, boys. Blue collar business. Anything. Um. Sorry, Will. I'll give you a direct industry question to Psycon. Let's do it. Where do you want to see Psycon in the next 10 years? Oh, dang. That's, um... I originally had, when do you think our... It's hard to talk about with construction? here. All right, um, circling back, um, 
<laughs> what do I want to see this place doing in 10 years? 10 years is a long time, man. It's a long time. We've only been open eight. Yeah. It's nuts. I know at the 10-year anniversary, I want to go to hashtag con expo. Uh, I cannot wait to take you guys there. Me and Sarah had a great experience. But, um, man, I want to be everything the team wants to be. Uh, I know that's such a not, uh, cake way to get out of it. But if if we have the financials and we have the money and we're making money and we can keep repeating that process, um, yeah, I don't think any business owner in America wouldn't do that. Now, I know an electrician, it's a lot easier to multiply him, you know, with a van, tools, 10K, 20K, worth 350 to 500,000 a crew. By the time you do crew, traco, wheel well, loader, or something, barely even getting them a traco. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. It can add up really, really, really fast. So for us to multiply it, it it takes substantial money. And of course, we've been carrying the debt up to this point. But I really foresee in the next couple of years, that's starting to kind of roll over. Of course, we're still going to carry debt. I mean, that's a smart thing to do. But. Um, Man, I'd love. I would. I'd love to see. I'd love. I would love to see four or five utility crews rocking and rolling solid every day, and we have every machine and everything to shake a stick at. And hopefully, as long as dirt operations keeps going as solid as it had started out this year, I would love to see you know three or four or five dirt crews. I mean, as much as we can support it. You know what I mean. And as long as we grow within our means, I mean, we've got enough, ooh, we got enough equipment now to shake a stick at. There ain't no doubt. But we know four or five utility crews. But I, I would like to find a comfortable, here's the business owner side of me, okay? Business owner side of me is I would like to do enough in revenue that a net profit pays any type of share that it needs to. Um, and whatever that is, is that, is that doing 10 million at 7%? Is that doing 13 million at 13%? Of course you want that bottom number to be as high as you possibly can, right? But I'm being realistic. We dig in the ground. And as we know, we deal with unexpected situations all the time. So as long as we don't have any major faults in between now and then, I'd like to have, you know, the dump trucks to support it. I went and shout out to our new little boy. So yeah, we, we, we have, um, we're adding the right and correct pieces. And I think you guys also <clears throat> have helped me and guiding me more in this public utility train. I think we're really going to venture off a little bit harder in the public utility game, um, whether that's vac on, whether it's camera gear, whether it's pipe bursting, whether it's, pipe manhole lining or pipelining or whatever we can offer these municipal you know cities why would we not yeah you know and and it needs to be something we all feel comfortable with and of course hopefully before we dive off in anything like that you know we can get out of some of this debt pay off some of these machines you know of course we're paying things off now but pay some more things off have us some more room breathing room get the health of the company where it needs to be then i I don't really care what we do. Hopefully you guys are making decisions by then. Come on. <laughs> so give me another one. That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, did I answer it fully? Yeah, you did. I or, believe you did. 
I got one. You were more answering it for yourself. I know it's so hard. It's so hard because with it's it's hard to answer without Sarah here. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's really hard to sit here and. Well, I just I like seeing you have an extremely creative and loud vision for Psycon, and I like hearing you talk about it. It's uh, man, it's as long as we have the people like you guys to click into the right puzzle pieces. And it's not so frustrating where we hate to come to work every day. I'll go as big as we want to go. So like uh, 85 employees? Oh. <laughs> hey, the momentum's Ooh. there. <clears throat> Maybe not that fast. It's a lot of people. Ten years? I mean, at the ten-year mark, I, I do believe. I, I, I think I meant more like ten years from present day, which I see is very doable. But oh, at the hundred percent, our ten-year company mark, yeah. Oh, at the ten-year company mark, no, no, I agree. Yeah, I don't want anybody confused there. But ten years from this mark, yeah. no, I can. You there with say pipe bursting, and that's what I'm gonna try and find is like a vacon truck takes two guys. Yeah. Okay, it takes five hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand dollar unit, but we can get production out of this machine that maybe one or two payroll guys, not yeah. four, and we need to be a little bit more specific and drive that bottom percentage number up some way somehow and minimalize payroll costs. As we know, we've had meetings about that several times. <laughs> so, and I know a lot of you guys uh, to circle back to you guys' channel here. Um, that may be an awkward conversation. A lot of you business owners wouldn't have that conversation with your employees sitting here, but um, the more open and honest you can be with your guys, um, I feel has made us as successful as we are. Um, I try to be absolutely as transparent as I can with you guys. I don't know if you guys would agree, disagree, but... um, I think it's a lot easier as you're walking around so stressed out all the time. Um, they're wondering if they're they're the cause of the stress, right? You guys are just trying to do the best job that you can do, like you mentioned earlier, and hand it to your teacher, right? And you don't want your teacher, you know, pissed off at you 95% of the time. Who wants that? So it's hard to find that line. So I'm just a lot more open and transparent with these guys and the team um, all the way down. Um, Hey, money's tight, guys. No, you can't go have a new shovel today. Duct tape that sucker for a couple of days, and we'll go get you a new freaking shovel, (laughs) you know? But I'm open with these guys because I want them to know why I'm stressing, and and I don't want them wondering, oh, are you stressing because we didn't get – the curb done on this project or this you know this project in or we didn't bid that you know i don't want them wondering i don't ever want them wondering what i'm wondering and these guys know well included in this that you can stop me anytime and ask me directly what i am thinking and i will tell you to the t and most of the time it's (laughs) has nothing to do with anything that's going on around me directly it's kind of crazy I know it's been hard, not super easy to deal with over the years. But what you got? You said you have one, Cecil? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, I guess, I don't know, I'm terrible at posing questions more than just bringing up topics. But um, we'll bring up a basically topic, my guy. It, how the whole, the whole carousel is already, like we've basically sat here and talked about this whole basically flip that has happened since X amount of years ago. Like... 
And what would you say that point this, is? This wheel that we've already spun, like, and kind of flipped all the way around to circle ourselves. Right. I mean, it's inevitably going to keep winding, and then there's just going to be, like, Ty is probably going to be doing Dalton's one job day, Dalton's job one day, but one thing we kind of really haven't talked about that much is the whole earthwork and the the uh, software, like, with the GPS and the magnet no, stuff haven't. and how you can – one thing you can do is we're, we're out there – paying people to make the models and stuff for our dozer and stuff like that. So subcontracting them on. We're inevitably going to make another shift to like do everything in house doing the estimating or, and then me doing a bunch of more of that kind of stuff or vice versa or whatever. But I guess how is it? It's, I guess I don't really know how to bring up, bring it up as a question, but how far do you see that wheel spinning of people to where you're probably going to be like literally just? No, it's a great question. I know what you're trying to get. So, like that's that's going to be. It's the nature of the beast. Like yeah. I will get spun out. I'm already spun out. You guys feel me all the time. That's why I get kind of angry and upset when I get blindsided with stuff. You know, you guys are here to feed the information all the way to the top, and I'm here to feed it down to the bottom. And it's supposed to get there, and it's supposed to travel those paths. Um, I was actually just speaking this about this to Dalton in his um, four-year review that, <clears throat> you know, especially you two and Ty, you're learning, but I rely on you guys so heavy because you guys know how I think, you know, how I operate, you know, what I'll do in a business call and in a situation and why I would do that such thing. You know what I mean? So... Um, I know it's a weird question. It's it was hard for me to put it to explain well, but like not saying like oh you're gonna get spun out of no no you're like, you're you're exactly right. I'm just trying to spin this on a timeline that could be appropriate, right? Because me and Dalton, I said, hey, you know the way this is tracking, twenty four months. I'm not gonna sit in this office chair yeah, forty hours I a get, week. Yeah, I shouldn't. Have used I'm gonna go play wheel. golf. More like going down a hill. You know what I mean? It's no, like no, no. You're gaining all this momentum. Like, yeah. You know what kind of is, your is word, there Dalton. even is there even any buffers? Is there a spot? Is there a is no? Know? I mean, as long as the profit the profit would detour that momentum. Uh, I know, but now that me and Sarah have had the time to zero in, you know what I mean, and we're f- finding. We sorry, finding. I feel like we got to get certain points that can. Um, take care of themselves or not right. certain points but departments I, I feel like that's going to be the next big step I already know it is yeah. where we're not going to be able to walk across the hall and, and talk to you necessarily because there's going to be a department where you may have one or two guys underneath yeah. you that they're just doing takeoffs yeah, they're, right. they're just taking the jobs that you've been rolling takeoffs on it you know right and so that's like what is that? It's just like? what's going to be necessary next. Exactly. And just just like we're sitting here with, hey, the first thing that was showing me initial big-time stress was he was underwater constantly. Mm-hmm. Who was next? I was with the estimating. So as... Unfortunately, you're probably next. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, dude, let's talk about it. What What's the percentage, you know, we, we try to strive out of all the work we bid all year, how much are we trying to keep? putting you on the spot 
About 20%. Okay. Okay, we're trying well, to keep... Hopefully, goodness gracious, Well, right? well no, oh, I, I in my in my head as a business owner, I'm trying to keep 20%, right? Okay, because okay. that's that's telling me you're not too high because we're not, you know... I was thinking like 15. But. That 15% is we're, we're wanting a lot of volume, right? Because you're going to have to take more work to drive that margin or gross revenue. And... That's not that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to drive that profit so we can pay off debt, have more machines, have nice trucks, have lights, radios, have everything. You know what I mean? But it takes profit to do so. And that's what I'm trying to train. Your all's mind, as long as we're always who cares if we do fifteen million dollars? Do we do five percent on that fifteen million dollars? Do we do twenty five percent on that fifteen million dollars? Because if you find me a year that we do fifteen million dollars and we do twenty five percent on it, we're going to repeat that year every single year for the rest of our lives. Hopefully, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. But if we're so to to circle back to your question, yeah, no, I think the common core people that. I have in our leadership today to this very day, I think we'll head off in departments, just like you're saying, Dalton, and we'll have to usher a few people below them just to get your job duty that you have, that you single-handedly have. Yeah, Magnet's a lot of stuff. Like, we're going to need some techie guy that just loves to sit in front of a computer all day that maybe necessarily isn't so blue-collar, mm-hmm. you know, per se, but maybe just wants to thinks dirt's cool and machines are cool you know what i mean and the process is cool but does he necessarily have to ever come out of the office no i mean he's just building models but think about if you had every every single bit invite that we got you got a cad file and that's all that guy was worrying about is obtaining cad files and building models and quantities and takeoffs and then having that answer to spin off of and give these boys the exact projects because you have you have all the information at that point that you can gather. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And but at what point like your department's indirect. We t- I don't, I know you business owners probably don't talk about indirect and direct costs enough, but all these boys sitting at these table are complete indirect costs at this point. They don't produce their own wage. They manage people that are direct costs that we can't have not producing their wage to pay for everybody. And as Cecil knows, he he bids at a certain percentage because we have indirect costs. The ladies in the office uh, shoot rent at our at our facility, lights and and gas and and like utility gas, not the fuel bill. By God, let's not get off on the fuel. But you know, to get to that ten year mark with your previous question, what's it going to take people wise? It might take 85 cause it's going to take 25 in the office to run 75 out there. Well, and it, you and, know, and it may not, if, it, if we get to exactly the where we have departments that are not only producing for Sycom, but maybe they're caught up enough to where you have a, a guy working underneath you. That's directly building CAD files for Sycom. But we also have a counterpart that's building CAD files for Joe blow down the road. Or we get that VAT truck that we're subbing out exactly. to municipalities. Exactly. Or, you know, we get Tybo trained up and he starts GCN jobs and Dalton doesn't have to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? I, I, I can't wait for Those that. Once, 
What would you say? So the submittals. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Are you ready for this? Here, I'll fire a question at you. I mean, for me, like my role compared to your role, like it's a massive jump. Sarah asked me that question two days ago. What she said? What she asked? Well, you? I'm not going to get into the intangibles of it. Right. But, um, I was pr- I was uh, proposed with the question of could I handle your role? Right. Do I think I could handle your role? Right. I think I could keep the wheels moving on Psycon, but I don't think I could cover your role. I, I, I think, think that's a complete and honest answer, sir. Yeah, I, I, 100%. I don't, think, I don't think it would be fair, If the honestly. work was in front of me. 100%. Water, sewer, storm, it does not scare me. I've right. told you that since day one. It's the business aspect. Not, not just the business aspect. I don't feel like that's fair to you. It is the, at any point in the day, our, our um, in-house mechanic can pose you a question, yeah. you got an answer. Our ladies in the front end can pose you a question, you got an answer. It is the utter make. It's the it's the mayhem that you get get brought every day mm-hmm. in and out, and you always have an answer for it. You have to. Yeah, it's hard. And that's you don't very get the choice. Difficult. It's the endless pot of your brain. It is. It is uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, and you guys get to see in the office a lot more. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when you crack that door on that truck, and I see, I see 15 people waiting in that shop. I'm like, oh, can I just slip in the side door? You yeah. know, I'm I'm guilty of it. I'm not gonna lie to you because there's some days that I just don't want to come in and deal with it, and I don't have answers mm-hmm. for all of them because I haven't gathered the information from you guys. And, um, but you're right. Uh, I think, I think we keep building the team, hundred percent. And when somebody, a part of the core, is struggling, they need to be able to raise their hand and go, "Hey, dude, I need some freaking help. Yeah. I know we're all men and we we love our testosterone, but we have got to be able. I am the first one. You guys have seen me when like I'll jump off in and do just about anything, well, head I- first. But I am the first one to call and know for a fact that this guy he's done it a hundred times and i can trust his opinion yeah. in my relationship you know go ahead oh i don't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> two more questions we'll be done these are perfect for shorts i'm out of questions i know ty's got one come on uh i got another one for the young guys in the industry perfect base my questions around that um if you could pick three things that a young guy can do daily um, in his role to be a more efficient operator, what would you pick? Most more efficient operator is the question. Operator, ditch hand, just three things in general that, okay. that an individual can do to be better at their job. Okay, okay, that's... uh. That's a little. That's a little different than operator because because yeah. I could go off on thinking, the whole operator thing. I was thinking water. I, the operator. first I like freaking the operator question. Though. The first thing you can do as an operator, the first thing you can do, right off the bat, you don't even have to turn the machine on. You can just click that key over and check that fuel gauge. And if you don't have a full tank starting the day to go do whatever you need to do, put some dang fuel in the machine. Am I wrong? Oh, my Atlanta. Hey, and we got to deal with this. Oh, I want death. 
I wanted to call it something else. But um, if it's, you know, the tank's showing halfway empty or the gauge is showing halfway empty in the tank, put some def in the tank. First thing right off the bat. Hey, grease your machine, walk around, make sure that nobody – nowadays you got to worry about with vandalism on every job site, it seems like. Like, walk around your machine. All those those couple of things right there will make you a hundred percent a more efficient operator. They just think they ought to show up. The mechanic should have had everything ready to go, and they'd be able to turn that key. Don't even need to warm it up because he's been doing it twenty two years. Come in, <laughs> God bless. Anyhow, um, number one plan. Absolutely. Um, I don't care how you do it. Whether, as you guys know, I carry several different notebooks. Um, Dalton likes, he's a psychopath and likes one with no lines because I can't do that, but I understand why he does. Oh, you're right. The lines freak me out. I know, dude. And he's he's been carrying it for like, like a couple of years I and like it's creepy. But, yeah. and you know, <laughs> but you you got a plan i i i run lists because i can cross things off and i have just like you're talking about Dawn. i have so much coming at me so fast i have to write it all down or lean over and say hey don't forget this and entrust that i'm passing it off to somebody that's part of this core leadership that i trust is going to handle it and run with it so because i've got these other things that i need to get through on this list to ensure that this side or this side is taken care of and we can take the next step in whatever we're dealing with at that time. So number one thing, just plan your day out. It's not, I'm not asking you to plan a week, a month, nothing. Just plan your day. You guys hear me preach about it all the time to the, to the field guys. Superintendents, tell your field ditch hands what you're going to do for the day. Instill that confidence in them that they know, they believe that you know what they're going to be doing. Right. I mean, you can be lost in translation and confused or even not even necessarily know how to do your job yet. Right. But telling them a plan to start the day, they're going to be so much more confident mm-hmm. in you hey, in, in, in their leadership. You grease know? the equipment. Hey, guys, we're putting 100 foot in. We're putting a hydrant on at the end of the line. We're getting ready to pour concrete. Concrete's going to be here at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Make sure we're wrapped up with plastic. Man, you tell three guys that are on a pipe crew anywhere in America, they can handle that. But communication is so key, man. It's so key. And we've got, we've had guys struggle with communicating past the superintendent level. And you can tell as soon as you step foot on a job site. We've struggled with communication at this table. Oh, 100%. Self-admittedly. And like I've been preaching i've been preaching preaching communication here lately and i've kind of switched it up after i've taken a step back and looked at myself and maybe i'm communicating too much and maybe i'm not shutting my one mouth and opening up my two ears and listening to what people have to say because we're so concentrated about getting our point across and being right all the time i don't care if i'm right or wrong i'm just trying to move the buck forward trying to move the wheel and keep the wheel spinning a lot of times you know um, plan would be number one, number two, hydrate. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, if you're going to be out in this industry every day, you're going to be a water operator or, or in the field. Yeah. Take it a little seriously. Pack yourself. You, you, I, I got to give take care of Cecil a shout out. This dude has ate bananas. 
for a decade, bro. Like, he has terrible muscle spasms, but the guy knows it. So what's he do? He either buys a a freaking banana at the gas station because he knows we're fixing to go put a water tap in. He's going to take care of yourself. Invest into yourself. Like, if you only got your body to offer as manual labor, take care of it. You know, whether it's working out, whether it's whatever, but... um, I saw a post on Facebook last night, and it was a, a local utility contractor that was looking for help. And it, it, you see it a lot, and I've seen you post it, and I've seen a lot of, of our friends that own companies post it. You need to decide if you want to work outside, if you like the outdoors. Because yeah. guess what? When it's cold, it's cold. It's, cold. it's, it's real cold in ditches. It's hot. Mm-hmm. And that, that sounds so 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 simple and and you think like oh well no duh you work outside but i'm telling you when it's 15 degrees outside and guess what we can't lay pipe because ground's too hard and we're scared to expose a water main (laughs) so uh old side kirby decides that we're gonna go clear 115 lots (laughs) it's cold we're working we're drawing a check yeah you need to you need to like doing that yeah you know you have to take special individuals It, it does it's, Not everybody uh, wants to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go outside when it's already 99 degrees oh with an 85% God. humidity. I had the best beard ever that year yeah. growing, it's and I, it was like literally zero degrees out or maybe negative. And that's Fahrenheit. Not for you Canadian folks, that's not Celsius. So, and down here, we don't get that cold that often. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have one good cold snap a year. But not consistently over two snowstorms like we had that year. We, we and, kept, uh, uh, what, three trucks and one, two, three. A backhoe. Five pieces of equipment oh running for four days straight. Oh, Lord. And we, in, for you business folk, we did 30, no, I'm sorry, $28,000 in revenue, and I lost 860 bucks because I had to pay out all the overtime and I had to pay out everything. And I still don't. I still had to put those skid plates on everything, even though I let I borrowed other smaller contractors mm-hmm. needed equipment. I let them borrow it, and all I wanted was a skid plate. I didn't charge them nothing. Just put a skid plate back on my bucket. <laughs> that was all I was asking. You know what I mean? But honestly, plan. Take care of yourself. Invest in yourself. Hydrate. I know that sounds so simple, but literally take care of your body, especially when you're in that 19 to 22 age. Yeah. Like, you can pump so much crap into your body. Testament to Will going through 75 hard. He showed me the, his uh, progress. Woo, woo, dude. Halfway through. It's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Seriously. Self-development. 100 pounds down over here. I mean, that's, yeah. that stuff's crazy. Pounds. But, and the last thing is find yourself a resource to inflow into yourself. I, it has been so crucial for me. Um, number one, spiritually. Like, pray you know me and my family pray i pray every day thank god uh, above for you guys we pray for our safety um not only that i mean um like i was talking about mr waller earlier justin Wim waller i mean he's changed my mindset nobody cares man do better nobody cares about your feelings yep. no one does man work harder like you're not gonna get anywhere i mean simping around and pouting around people are blowing your doors off while thanking God you're taking a breather because they can get that much further ahead of you. You know what I mean? And I don't know, man. Um, When you get to that 22-year mark, I would also say 
to answer that question, spend a little time outside of social media and maybe educate yourself on writing an email. Yeah. You know, hundred percent. You know what I mean. I didn't know how to write an email when I started working. And here. you were, and you were honest about it. And you're like, man, I, I, will you teach me how to write an email? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred percent. And I, I laid it out. I mean, we had to learn together. I didn't know how to. I promise you, I, I knew how to send an email, but I didn't know how to respond to half the jargon that was coming at me right off the bat. I had no clue. Fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? And then once I thoroughly understand it, I'd pass off the explanation that I felt comfortable enough passing that information. There's a lot of time I wouldn't pass it to you guys right off the bat, especially in the early stages, because I didn't want to put it in your head because I didn't know if it was accurate. You know what I mean? I would just say, hey, go do this. I know a lot of times well, I wouldn't give it all to you. But. And in that same breath, you there's also times where you can't give, I can't give you a lot of information because you have to learn it. Right. You have to do it yourself. hundred. And that's going to be a telltale sign right there. If you can't figure it out yourself or pick it up yourself, I need to know that as a leader to kind of mold you into the next step. You yeah. know, you've got to read people in that sense. Well, guys, you guys got anything else? I mean, we have. I don't. It was um, awesome. It was a great time. I want to thank you guys so much for, yeah. um, I know it was honest to God. It was, it's kind of cool that we do have such a unit here because it was for you guys out there. It was two o'clock on a Thursday when we started this about two thirty, I would say and we've taken, that's four fifty five, four fifty, four fifty. We did a it's good not job. Five o'clock. So it was, uh, and we had a, a couple of technical difficulties as we're going along the way here, guys, we're learning definitely on that side as me and Will are trying to put it all together. So, um, guys, if, if you haven't yet, make sure you're subscribed at Psycon, S-Y-C-O-N. Um, that's where this is going to post uh, when Will gets done with it. I have a feeling you guys will hear it on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, is there any others, Will? Amazon. Amazon Radio. Amazon, Apple. Apple. Apple's taking a little bit of time, isn't it? Oh, well, that's simple enough. We can fix that. So you Apple users, it's coming. But again, that was Spotify, iHeart, and Amazon Music. So go check those out. Give us a follow on there. Subscribe um, to that Psycon YouTube page. This will be under the playlist, Blue Collar Business, for a while. Eventually, as we gain a little bit more traction, as I hope we do. Um, this will move to its own YouTube, I would assume, but uh, essentially you guys out there in the audio world, as you are, you may be swinging a shovel right now. You may be wiring a breaker box. You may be hanging steel, pouring concrete, listening away, weed eating, whatever you're doing. We appreciate you guys so much. And there are younger generation guys that do care about you and do stand for what you believe in. I know it's hard looking on pick up your phone and get on social media it's so depressing to against what we stand for but um keep after it and uh be safe don't just cut corners wear that hard hat protect those eyeballs and uh learn as much as you can and but seriously guys i i want to say thank you so much for the questions um your time and kind of the intro of who you are you guys are so special to myself sarah but of course to the company and to who the team is and a lot of what our culture represents you guys have helped um 
literally build and demonstrate daily. So I really, really, really appreciate your time, number one. Um, Other than that, guys, last but not least, go watch what these guys do on YouTube. Drop a like, comment, subscribe. And thank you, guys. Till next time, be safe, be kind, be humble. Thank you.